Adult, the podcast guiding you to adulting better. My name is Abby, and this week we are going to be talking about networking. Well, in the respect for career networking, because social networking I probably couldn't advise you very well on. But career networking I could talk about for days. And because I can't talk about it by myself, I have roped in my lovely husband, Tyson. Hi, Tyson. Hello. Okay. Because he's he's very good at networking slash just talking to people. Um, I have I am an extrovert with introverted tendencies, so I get nervous asking where the bathroom is in public areas to strangers. So sometimes networking myself gets a little bit strange and dicey. My husband, my lovely husband here, is 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 does not have that problem. He could probably sell himself to anyone on anything in any case. Would that be overstatement, understatement? I'm so nervous right now. You're so nervous. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I get along fairly well in the, the social environment. Perfect. Yes. Okay. So we're going to be talking about networking and what good can come of that. So networking is reaching out to follow the ideas behind the six degrees of separation. Okay. Where... Within, you know, much like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, yeah. within six steps, one person could be connected to any other person in the world. Okay. So in order to make use of this yourself, the idea behind networking is to make a connection that may, you know, offer you a benefit in the future. Gotcha. So with networking, you're reaching out to meet more people that, you know, may share a similar interest or know someone that shares an interest mm-hmm. um, and then career-wise the the person you're reaching out to may know someone who might need someone like you right so while you're talking to one person and they may never need your services they may know a business owner or a you know small enterprise that is going to look for exactly you so the more people you can meet the more connections you can make the better chances you have at finding that connection. Yeah, because if someone someone meets you and, you know, you, you talk to some guy and, oh, well, he's just a dentist. Oh, blah, blah, blah. But he knows you and he knows that you do computer work. And then he finds out that, oh, well, his friend runs a business and they're looking for a new IT professional. It's like, hey, I know a guy. His name's Tyson. He's great. Exactly. He, and also, he gave me his business card. I will now pass it on to you. And now we can call you. So now you have somehow gotten yourself looked at by somebody without even trying like you don't know this person but now they're going to call you out of the blue perhaps to talk to you about what your skills are or at least they'll look at your resume so that's kind of it's it's kind of like putting your spider web up like okay well here's here's me casting my web and hopefully i can get some flies and in this case flies are jobs flies are jobs flies are jobs and or connections yeah it is very weird i don't know i'm okay (laughs) with it so okay so you want to do this and well okay so Obviously, the connections are the best, where having your name out there more is more likely for someone to find you yes. for a job. Right. So uh, there's a clear advantage to that. Mm-hmm. What are other advantage- advantages of this? Uh, the, the simple fact of the matter is the more people you know, the better chance you have at not only getting career opportunities, but just reaching out to learn more. Mm-hmm. And the more people you know, the more chances you have of... You know, being able to not only be helped, but to help others. Yes. Um, so you don't have to approach this with a purely selfish point of view. Right. 
but the fact that you know you may be able to not only get an offer for the bettering of yourself, but you may be able to reach out and and go the other way, share someone to a contact you have. Oh yeah, it's a it's a living, breathing organism. Network. Exactly, exactly. Um, so if you were to think about you know Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or anything like that, that you are friends with many people who may not be friends with each other, but through you, they are now connected. They are now mutual friends, or they share a mutual yes. friend. You know, so they may not know each other, but if it comes to the point of one person needing to reach the other, you can be that go-between. Yeah, you're the bridge. Yes. Yeah, because it really is, and it, it, it sounds bad, and, and, you know, when you're idealistic and you're, you're just, you're in college, you're just out of college, you want to get a job based on your marriage, you want someone to look at your resume and definitely want you, you want to have hand-delivered your resume, and you don't want it to be about who you know. But the, the reality is, and the thing that you're going to learn eventually is, it really is about who you know. Yes. These are, and, and, and those are relationships that you have to cultivate. So if you're socially awkward or not, like I am, you still have to do it. It sucks. It makes you just kind of want to drink heavily. But, <laughs> but you do. You need, to, you need to meet people. You need to talk to people. And you need to put yourself out there, especially, especially in a world of social media. You can't just have your public social media profile out there and not be backed with your skills and your professionalness. Exactly. Because yeah. if someone's looking you up and all they find is your Twitter account where you just retweet the student-athlete Twitter of emojis, <laughs> well, are they going to hire you? No. But if they know that you're a great person who shows up to a lot of Rotary events, then yeah. maybe they'll hire you. And, or, and on that note... Um... You know, a lot of the application processes and the hiring processes that larger organizations, and it's it's getting, you know, more popular among the smaller ones as well, is a lot of resumes that are submitted are run through a computer system first. Right. So if your resume does not match the keywords that they're looking for to a high enough degree, you are automatically kicked out. However, if you have a contact within the business who is willing to hand your resume to someone. Oh, yeah you're bypassing that computer process. Oh, yeah. So, that's that's a big one. Yeah, so that's going to give you a major bonus or a, a better chance of at least getting your resume on the desk of the hiring manager. Oh, yeah. It, 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 there's so much that goes wrong with resumes. Like, I mean, you could have something that they think is a typo or you think is a typo, and the computer program will just dump it. Or it'll just, they'll chop off the first half of resumes or just the first 20 that they get, they just say no to. Mm -hmm. But if you know somebody who will hand deliver it for you or say, I want you to talk to this person, you're right. It, you just, you cut in front of those, you know, chances. You cut those chances down, I guess. Would be exactly, the exactly. So you've just, you've just upped your, upped your ante. So, which is great. Um, and I mean, I've seen that happen in real time and at, at the company I work for. You just see someone hand a resume saying, hey, I know somebody, as opposed to going through the third party that our company sometimes goes through. Right. Um, and I will say another another point of that is something that I've done personally is I've interviewed for a job that, I you know, I wouldn't have been upset if I would have gotten, but three of us interviewed for this job. None of us got it, but we all ended up moving to new jobs because we were put in front of new people when we interviewed within the company that we were with. So we were able to get jobs that were not even really posted. Yeah. But it was just because they were like, hey, we need someone for this job. Who do we know? I remember interviewing Abby, and she seemed like she knew what she was doing because she was basically the greatest interviewer 
of all time. <laughs> and so we definitely need to get her on here. Yeah. So that may, I may have paraphrased a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. Just a bit. Um, but that is a fairly common practice. Uh, the fact that you're able to get in an interview with someone. Yes. They're also most commonly, if it's a larger, larger organization, they're going to keep your resume on hand. Mm -hmm. Or they may know of other positions that are up. So you may not get the position that you've applied for, but it's very likely that they'll, they will keep you in mind if you've impressed them, and they can push you to a better fitting position mm -hmm. that may or may not have even been posted. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, so, and I should have explained this at the top of the episode, but I didn't. We're going to split this episode into two parts. So this first part that we're doing right now, we're just going to be talking about the benefits and some of the tools that you'll need. And then next week, we're going to talk about how to get over the awesome social awkwardness that I think our entire generation just sort of innately owns. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I, I blame our parents. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> but so so right now, we're just going to talk about the tools. So we're going to kind of jump into that. What like If you find yourself in a situation and you're just like, oh, this guy is the CEO of Super Awesome Candy Corn Company. I don't know why I went with Candy Corn. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, wow, I would really like to make a connection with this guy. Luckily, I have the following things on hand with me and I can make this connection. Yeah. What, what, are, what, what should I have in my, in my pockets at almost any given time? So in your pocket, you should at the very least have a business card. Okay. Um, even if you're not in a specific business, that doesn't mean you cannot have a card for yourself because you are the business. You're the the prize. Yes, the so, brand. You yes, have a brand. Yes, you need to brand yourself. So if for no, nothing other than... <laughs> Not with the cattle one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no mutilization. No, yeah. Yeah, no mutilization. See, I can't say it either. Mutilation. Mutilation. Yeah, that's no a hard mutilation. Um, okay. Okay. But so if your business card is nothing more than... A fancy graphic somewhat related to whatever your field of study is. Your name and your contact information. Maybe a QR code that's going to scan to your LinkedIn page. Are yeah. QR codes still a thing? Um, I prefer to never scan them, but some people might. Okay. Um, but yeah, so just your name, your contact information, a little bit about you. If you have a personalized website that has your, your resume online, absolutely yeah. put it on there. Yeah. Uh, and then that way you are able to brand yourself. Yeah. Um, so that's something you need to have on you mm -hmm. at all times. Carry some in your wallet, your purse, your whatever. Yeah. Well, if you're going to have a business card that links to a website that has your resume, mm -hmm. you should probably also have a resume. It is wise that to is, have a resume. That is up to date to the minute. Right. So the hardest part of that people find about having a resume is they don't bother to keep them up dated. Mm -hmm. So as you're going through in the job that you're currently in, you need to update that with things that you've done. Right. As you're studying new things or working on new projects or developing new skills, go ahead and add that to your resume. And then the more finely tuned details or specific skills that you can add, you can start to get rid of some of those simple or basic skills. Right. You know, if you're at a pizza shop, you could start with made pizza. You know, took orders, stuff like that. But as you get better on, you can, you know, replace that with evaluated processes and became more efficient at operating this task. Something yeah. along those lines. Uh, so keeping your resume as a living document makes it a lot easier. If you reach a point where, worst case scenario, you've been let go from where you were without any warning and you need to get out and start job hunting, 
immediately. Mm -hmm. Best case scenario, you're out where you are and someone has asked you for a resume. Well, the first thing you're going to do is say, yes, I will send you one immediately. Right. Because you're going to share your... I'm literally sending it to you right now. I'm on my Google Drive. I'm sending it to you now. And that's the great part of of technology. You can no longer say, well, I'm going to put in the mail and send it to you. Yes. So they want an email and they want it very quickly. And if you have to suddenly remember where you had your last most recent Mm -hmm. copy of your resume and then begin updating it... Oh my God, this hasn't been updated since 2003. Right, right. So you got to keep that keep that up and running. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So keep your resume updated. Keep your resume updated. Keep it looking very nice. And obviously, I feel like there's an entire episode on making sure your resume looks nice because I've looked at resumes for jobs before, and they look. Some of them look great. We've mm-hmm. gotten some great ones um, printed on what seems like laminated paper. Just like it stood out. It was a different color. It kind of had that legally blonde. It's pink. It smells. It's nice. Right. Um, and then you got the other one where it's 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 not spaced out right. They're they're clearly lying on something and they're they're giant resume gaps. It's a whole thing. Yeah. So have a have a resume that looks nice, that's a whole different thing. Just have a resume. Yeah. Just have something. Even if you are just out of college and you've done nothing, like you were one of those people whose parents told you you couldn't have a job. Because I know those people. You weren't allowed to have a job while you are going to school because you had to get the good grades. Right. So all you have to list is the fact that you went to school and you have what I can only assume is a 4.0 without having to have a job. <laughs> and you're like, here, this is what I've done. This is what I'm great. And these are all my extracurriculars listed handily on this document. Right. And I feel that you will need to do a topic about resumes very shortly. And that is something I will help you with. Fantastic. Because as everyone may not be aware, there are different types of resumes. To detail if you are just education-based, or if you've had careers, or if you're skill and training-based. So if you're stressed out about resumes, we will help you. But not right now, so continue being stressed. (laughs) So, okay. Yeah, know that you need to have your information on a paper detailing in a nice and neat and concise way who you are, what you do, where you've worked, and what you've learned in as short and brief, you know, manner possible right now to pair with your resume that briefly goes over your history your your small living document that chronologically orders your awesomeness in the workforce you should also have your elevator pitch ah yeah so if you are at let's say let's say you're at a job fair okay you're at a job fair you're talking to somebody and they're like this is very interesting i'm gonna go get you my boss who is also here, he's helping us set some stuff up. I want you to tell him what you do. Yes. So he, they go and they get Mr. Bossman and say, okay, tell me what, you know, quickly, what it is that, you know, what it is you want to do. What do you do now? What right. do you, where, where do you see yourself going? And you basically have to get ever get all that crap that you're trying to get out during an interview, but out in about 15 seconds without stumbling all over yourself. Right. It's... <laughs> Believe me, it's not it's not easy, it's not fun, but you should be able to say it without crying. Yes. And you should also know what it is. I found <laughs> when I've I've been presented with that situation where it's like, so what do you do? Oh well I do this. What do you want to be doing later? Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't have an answer for that question, that, that's not that's not great. Right. But when you're in a networking situation, a lot of the times you also want to leave questions open ended. Mm-hmm. So your elevator pitch should be concise, correct? Like it should be concise because it's an elevator pitch, but yeah. it should also not just be, this is what I would like to do. I would also like to steer this ship in NASA. 
That this is my goal. I have no other yeah. goals. So, one, we should probably hit what is an elevator pitch. That's a rather businessy term that you may or may not know yet. Uh, the elevator pitch term came around in the business world of if you're trying to meet with the boss of a company that you already work for, mm -hmm. but you're attempting to sell your product, or if you have a prospective client and you happen to catch them in the elevator while you're on your way to a meeting, yes, you have approximately 10 seconds that you can take their attention. You're on floor one. You're yes. all going to floor 10. Yeah. You have to tell them all of your hopes, dreams, and aspirations by the time you make it there. And also your name. Yes, yes. Also, maybe lead with that. <laughs> yeah. So the idea is you need to have your name, your intention, and your background or why you hold merit. You know, why yeah. they should actually value what you're saying to them. Yeah. And you just need to have that built in. Yeah. So, okay, hold on. Quick example. Yeah. Like, I get in the elevator at, 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 at iTunes, iTunes podcasting facility i assume it's some sort of great giant building that apple runs so it's all made of glass okay. and i get in the elevator and 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 and, and the, the owner of all the podcasts the guy who invented podcasts is there and is like hey man i'm in the elevator and i'm also did you guys know that i'm looking for the next great podcast i'm like oh my god that's me so then i just have to turn to him and i'm like hi sir my name's abby i run the learn to adult podcast i teach uh young fledgling adultlings how to guide this world and basically i would like to turn this into a multimedia empire of youtube things and other podcasts and maybe a whole network but i would also maybe like to run a couple more shows and then it's just like yeah totally i'm gonna i'm totally gonna get you on that because i'm been looking for someone to run a giant empire i have i have a <laughs> helm that needs to be run well for being extremely improvised and pitching a different company's product youtube I'm pretty certain that iTunes guy would certainly go on board. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, you've got to yeah. keep the, like I said, the spider web. Maybe he knows a YouTube guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's the important part here is she was coming up with that absolutely off the cuff. A hundred percent off the cuff. And boy, was she freaked out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's where... But the important part is that I didn't cry in the middle of it. You did not cry. Um, but yes, yeah, so you want to practice this. Have a Have a sense of who you are. Yes. As we talked about with the business cards, you are the brand. Yes. You're selling yourself as a product. And it doesn't matter if you've had a sales experience before. Uh, you just have to be able to sell yourself, which can be difficult. And that's why you need to sit there's, down and work on it. Yeah. There's there's <laughs> there's a part where you're starting to butt up against your confidence problems when yes. you have to start pitching yourself. Because mm -hmm. it does... And yeah, the reason <laughs> the reason I can't pitch myself as the podcast is because I've never had to do an elevator speech for my podcast. Um, I, I could probably do it for my job, but probably yeah. not the podcast. But yeah, it's definitely one of those things where you need to be able to confidently say, you know, your name, what you do, and and what your plans are, and it, it's hard. Mm -hmm. And I know sometimes my gut reaction is it seems fake. Yeah, like you're you're just faking like. It's very shiny. Hi, my name's Abby. I run a podcast and I want to rule the world. Oh, well, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Please, let me let me give everyone your resume because I'm the owner of all the podcasts. Right. So right. It, seem, it seems that way, but I think I've always kind of viewed it as like it's the first date. It no is. One's, no one's real on the first date. You're just kind of giving everyone the bullet points. Yes. Here are the bullet points. This is what would be great about dating me. <laughs> yeah. Don't um, show them the crazy. Don't show them the crazy yet. <laughs> Uh, that's that's for later down the road. 
But I will say that I have my current position now, and quite a few of them in the past, have all been network-related is how I got them. My current position, I was able to sell myself with an elevator pitch directly to the boss Mm -hmm. at a conference. Um, Walked up to her between talks, had about 15 seconds to introduce myself. She was clearly busy, but was willing to, you know, kind of pass me over and introduce me to one of the other individuals Mm -hmm. that was with her. Uh, And I immediately had my first interview. And I had about an eight-minute interview, and Mm -hmm. she came back and kind of got a summary of, you know, what he thought about me. And uh, from that point, he took my resume. And a week later, I had a formal phone interview and was offered a position. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it's, it's amazing the things that can happen when you're not planning it. Right. Which is why it's important to have a business card in your back pocket a resume somewhere easily accessible and be able to pr- basically be able to interview at any possible moment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, wear a clean shirt. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, there's so much we could go into about how to, how to be confident or how to at least exude confidence, which right. we will talk about next week. Yes. But those are probably the main tools that you're going to need. Um, a lot of networking is really just, bringing it all just just reaching down as far as you can bringing it all out and just laying it all out for somebody because right. worst case scenario you never see that person again so it's if you fumble all over yourself if mm-hmm. you gave them the abby podcast elevator pitch right. that is nonsense mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm never gonna see him again yes. so i don't have to sit around going oh my god he knows that i'm terrible <laughs> this is the worst yep. because i don't know it's, it's much like trying to make a relationship connection mm-hmm. um, at a bar or out at a pumpkin patch or anywhere else. You know, <laughs> you you will go up and attempt to make a, a connection with someone and you have a brief amount of time before they decide to either accept your connection request mm-hmm. or deny you. Yes. And it's the exact same thing, you know, relationship wise or Career networking. Oh my life. God. Is there a LinkedIn Tinder account? Uh, they're probably. Swipe left, yes. swipe right. Swipe yeah. left, swipe right. <laughs> oh, this resume's crap. Yeah. So it's it's very much the same. If your connection attempt goes poorly, if they reject you, you know what? You learned, you experienced it, you got out there, and the next one will be better. You know what you did, you know how you feel, and you can be a little bit more articulate. Yeah, the, the, next the, time. The, the trick is not to wallow in it. If you just sort of take it, just take it like a shot. Like, oh, okay, I got it. Everything's didn't feel great. Yeah. But we will wake up and we'll move on from it. And we won't just sit there reeling from it. Like, obviously, sometimes they build up on you and you just sort of you have to have your day. But if you have a couple of those, it happens. Just retool. Go back about your business. So it's, it's tough. And there's no way to... There's a way that we can tell you how to do it. We can tell you what all the tools they have in your pocket. Mm-hmm. We can tell you all of the great things to, but it, it really is about practice. Yes. It's, it's, it's something that I've had to do a lot because obviously, like I said, when, when I first started dating my lovely husband who was sitting across from me, I one time just did not pee because I could not bring myself to ask anybody where the bathrooms were. I just couldn't. I was too, <laughs> was too <laughs> nervous to just talk to a perfect stranger and say, excuse me, could you point me in the right direction? So I just held it. Yeah. So... Don't be that. Don't do that. It's not a way, just not a way to live your life. Right. (laughs) So, yeah. You need to learn to, you know, do those things. And it it, it does. It's not fun. Yeah. It's it's the least amount of fun things. Well, I think the important thing to remember is 
you know, everybody is out there looking to communicate. Mm -hmm. Just about everybody, I'll say, is looking to actually know more people and mm -hmm. meet more people and be able to do more with what they're given. So, you know, they may be just as nervous as you are, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So no, right. one's, no one's walking around, you know, absolutely confident in everything. Oh, my do. God. That's the entire point of this podcast. No one knows <laughs> what they're doing. Right. We're all just pretending. Yes. It's all, like, that's all anyone has told me about growing up is that, oh, well, don't worry when you grow up. And I just thought that there was some sort of class that we all went to. And it was like, here is how you adult. Mm -hmm. We never learned any of this crap. I mean, now they have classes. Like, I think they're like in Portland or something where it's like they teach you how to adult over a beer. But it's yeah. basically this podcast and you have to pay like a bunch of money. Guys, you're making such a good deal by listening to this podcast. <laughs> I mean, you could also drink a beer. You could drink a beer. You drink a beer while listening to this podcast. Yeah. So anyway, yes, it's it's definitely something that you have to just get out there and do. Just talk to people. Tell them, you know, here, here's what I do. Right. Hi, old lady in the, the, the grocery store aisle. I'm looking for a job in the tech field. Do you know anybody? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't do that. She, she'll hit you with her purse. I don't know. If you have a nice smile, you might get away with it. Um, that is true. I've seen yeah. you talk to some weirdos just because you can. Of course. Yeah. My husband talks to a lot of weirdos, guys. I talk to a lot of everybody. I mean, so. we're a bunch of weirdos, so I think we just attract them. Yeah. But yes. <laughs> so, okay. So the point of this, the, to, to wrap up here. Yes. Yes. Networking, important. 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 Yes. It is It is about who you know. And the only way to know more people, because unless you were born into some sort of a super affluent, you know, community in which you know all the CEOs in the Tri-County area, mm -hmm. most of us are not born with the innate connections. Right. So you have to go out and make them happen. Mm -hmm. You have to... And you'd be surprised. These people shop at stores just like you do. They go to bars. They go to, you know, events. And you end up sitting next to them. Mm -hmm. We've sat next to them at, like, a Tokyo Steakhouse where you just sit down. We're watching hibachi. And it's like, oh, this guy's wearing a nice suit. And you just start talking to him casually. Mm -hmm. Hey, how's it going? Oh, well, I'm doing this. Oh, what are you out for? Oh, this. And next thing you know, you're talking business. It's very strange. Yeah. Strange yes. strange world we live in. But that's a good thing. It is a good like thing. That. It's yes. a great thing. So as takeaway... We need to have, you need to have a resume and a business card, maybe a LinkedIn page if you get adventurous, and you just need to be able to sell yourself. Have a good 10, 15 second way to explain who you are, what you like to do, you know, business-wise, what you're looking for in a job, not your hobbies outside of work. I podcast. Yeah, yeah. I play guitar and... That's not what I do for money. So that's not going to help anyone in my sales pitch. No, but that does open the conversation. It does. You play guitar, I play guitar as well. Exactly. Also, do you know anyone right. <laughs> who is looking for the greatest podcaster alive? Right. Are you looking for anybody who needs a spelunker or something like that? I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's... that's. I think we just keep circling around the same point. Just just yeah. have your have your elevator pitch. Yeah. Have your resume. And just be, you just have to be prepared for literally anything. Like, just yeah. the CEO of a company sitting next to you at McDonald's. And would you be ready? Would you be ready to sell yourself to him? Right. Hello. I'm the greatest person you'll ever want to meet. I work for a reasonable amount. <laughs> <laughs> and I would love to work for you. I have some innovative ideas. Yeah. 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 So that's homework. Get that's those homework. ready. So, guys, that's this week. Next week, we are going to go over the ways to 
actually put yourself out there and how to get out of your little introverted shell or extroverted shell. I'm an extrovert with introverted tendencies, so sometimes my extroverted ways, once I start talking to a stranger, sometimes I can't stop. So we will talk about how to Hmm. navigate situations like that. I've never noticed that before. I know. Neither have any of these listeners on the random tangents that I've taken. Right. All right. So join us next week. We will wrap up our fantastic, just grade A conversation about networking. Um, and guys, if you like this podcast, uh, you will also love another awesome podcast. It's called We Suck at Adulting. And it is hosted by a guy named Ryan. And they kind of do something similar to what we do here. They talk about everything from mental illness and addiction. Also, like the first episode that I listened to, they were debating about 90s boy bands. I don't know what the debate is. The answer's in sync. So it's not Backstreet Boys. It's not anybody else. It's in sync. So, you know, whatever. But if you guys want to check them out, they are on iTunes and they are a fantastic podcast. And oddly enough, just up the road from us. Not very far. Hmm. So give a lovely plug to my good friends up there. Um, if you guys like this podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Throw us a, throw us, not you. You're not anything. Throw me. Give me a rating. <laughs> Pointing at him. He's nothing. Give me ratings. I mean, you can rate him too, but I guess. It won't do any good. It won't. It yeah, won't. It'll just hurt you. No, and it'll conflate his ego. Yeah. So if you give me five stars and like him zero stars, it's perfect. I'm fine with that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I can live with that. I'll sleep at night if that happens. All right. All right. If you guys have any questions or want to lead into anything for next week, the email is learntoadult at gmail.com. Also on Twitter and Facebook, Learn to Adult. And we will see you next week.